Hi guys, welcome back. This is Spilling the Green Tea, and we're on episode two, and we're going to talk about that transition to college, the process, expectations versus reality, everything of those sorts. So we're back, and this is Fion. This is Michelle, and this is Claire. So yeah, start off. We're going to talk about you know that process of applying to college, and you know try to take us back to when you were a high school senior, and you know last year. High school, but you have all these apps and common、uh, college board. Not common board. That's that's not a thing. The、college, common app. Common app. Common. Oh my god, common app and college board, guys. I'm I'm so old. I forgot. But yeah, Michelle, how was that for you? So for me, I knew that I always wanted to submit everything early action, so then I wouldn't need to worry about it later. And I apply to mostly schools like Northwestern and UC schools. And some schools in my state, such as UIUC, but for me it wasn't really that hard because like my high school prepped us really well for it. So I just needed to like write my common app essay, and then I already took my ACTs, SATs. Oh, so you take, took both? Oh yeah, did you take both? Yeah, I took what、well, for SAT. I took the subject test, but I really didn't need it.、Um, Which one did you guys end up liking? For ACT or SAT, I liked ACT. I liked ACT、yeah. so much more. That's the only one I took. Actually, I never took ACT. Really? I only took SAT.、Um, it was required to take SAT, but I think for me, ACT was just so much easier. I like、mm-hmm. the writing, the essay part of it. Yeah. I think I took one practice SAT in my high school, but I never got to it. But I've heard like better things about well, ACT compared really? to what SAT. Is, I've heard like it's just Sectioned in a way, and the timing of things that was more like like smoother to go through、mm-hmm. rather than like oh the chunk of time gotta do this, chunk of time gotta do that. There were still like chunks of time in the ACT though. It was just I felt like there were more questions and like、mm-hmm. you had enough time, but it was still pretty. The questions were just worded so strangely、yeah. for me. I didn't like it. I, I think、know. ACT was more straightforward. straightforward. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, SAT yeah. setting you up to fail. <laughs> yeah, I just needed to write my. Common app. Well, to be honest, for like the questions on the Common app, I did that all at like a cafe within an hour. Wow! <laughs> just like my Common app essay took like two weeks, and then I submitted everything I needed to for early action. What did was you? Your,、uh, did you only apply to Michigan? Or, no. Wait, where else have you? I applied, applied to, like, to. I don't remember, but like I know Northwestern,、um, Michigan. UIC, UC schools. There was another school, but I don't remember. So was it generally the Midwest? Did you go East Coast or West Coast? I'm、um, UC, UC schools. Oh, UC is okay. And then I think I applied to Northeastern because I wanted to do the pharmacy program. What made you choose Michigan? My mom. Oh, my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you know how like they have like the rankings of the universities. Yeah. So I didn't get into Northwestern, and then I got into Michigan. With the pharmacy program, so my mom looked up the rankings for each school、mm-hmm. that I got into, and she was like, "Oh, Michigan's like the top one," and I was like, <laughs> "And that's、oh, why."、Okay. And then she like called my relatives in Korea, and we're like, she、she's、was like, "Oh、Michigan. yeah, she's going to Michigan." So I was like, "I guess I'm going now." <laughs> that okay, Asian typical. Yeah, like, yeah. let me search up、uh, college rankings、mm-hmm. and decide that. That's、mm-hmm. so that's pretty common. But I had no idea, like. Michigan existed like the school.、Oh, right? I didn't know, like,、oh. yeah, I didn't know anything about it. 
Wow. And then I just pressed, um, what is it? A mitt? A cassette or something yeah. like oh, that. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's, that's actually <laughs> really <here>. interesting. <laughs> yeah. I have a, a completely different experience. Um, for me, like, it was very common for us, like, high schoolers. So, like, there's this, in New York, there's a specialized high school. So, there's eight of them. Mm -hmm. And you have to test in right. to I've all eight of them. So, every, I've, all of these kids, it's very common for us to, you can find us at a tutoring center. And these places are full of Asian Americans, you know, um, also we have like you know basically every kind of sort of mm -hmm. uh, mostly like immigrant households i feel like because oh. um i think people um that were sent there um their parents couldn't necessarily like give them the best of their knowledge but it's like here we are you know given different sat practices different skills like practicing and learning and taking practice exams so i've been doing that and it was very intensive honestly every week i would have to like go to like on a Saturday, I had to go to the center, you know, do work for like three hours, yeah. and have homework on top of my oh regular my work. It was a great camaraderie. I I met so many people from New York there from different boroughs, mm -hmm. so I like feel like I know a lot of people in that sense. But actually applying, I applied to twelve schools, and it, you know, I ranged. I didn't do any UCs except USC. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same. Um, I did NYU and I did like all these different kind of private slash public actually I think the only public out of state was Michigan mm -hmm. and I only knew it because of like the business school I okay, didn't know yeah. anything beyond Michigan yeah. to be honest. I'm like not a huge sports person mm -hmm, so same. it wasn't oh. the sports that got me you know attracted to the school what college did you want to get into like your top choice mm, my top choice I think I really wanted to go to USC mm -hmm. um, because like California, you know, yeah. <laughs> all the way across the country. And I was just thinking like, what a great business school, but also it would be a really different lifestyle for me. It would, from coming from New York. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How about you, Claire? What, what was it like for you? Compared to you, mine was definitely a lot more toned down and chilled. I honestly didn't spend a lot of time worrying too much about college i think for me i attended a really different kind of like high school where i only had around 40 people in my graduating class so it was the environment was really chill and there was like everyone it was really a positive environment so there's like not a lot of like competition mm. stuff everyone just wanted like the best for each other and i attended an early college so I was taking college credits since I was in 10th grade and my high school was on a college campus. Mm -hmm. So I was able to like kind of experience all that and I, I felt kind of like ready. Um, the only downside was the high school I attended, the early college had a 13th grade. So I, while all my other friends were like graduating in mm -hmm. their senior year, I was, I still have one year left of <laughs> high school as a 13th grader. I was called a super senior. So that um, that kind of sucked for a little bit, but I honestly think it was so so worth it in the end because mm -hmm. I got a lot of my two years of college credits like completely free and paid for, mm -hmm. and so I am able to graduate like early. I think applying to college though, again, like I took the ACT. I think it was I honestly kind of struggle with like standardized tests. It's not like my best mm -hmm. like area in. Um, I was honestly kind of worried about it but the thing is with my parents they actually didn't they weren't they weren't strict about school they didn't try to push me to like 
like you have to do this you, you have to get this specific grade um i was kind of left very independent and on my own so like they told me like are you applying to college and i'm like yeah and then they're like all right go do it <laughs> and so like i even told my parents like okay i'm done applying like they didn't bother to like check up which i had a lot of more freedom and i felt very chill and i ended up always wanting to go to michigan mm. ever since i was a little kid because i'm I grew up in Michigan, and then I guess, like, living in Michigan, the sports is a little bit, like, the sports life during, like, mm -hmm. elementary, middle school, and high school is different, because we would have, like, sports or spirit weeks, and then, oh, like, spirit week. yeah, and then one of the days would always be, like, pick, like, either Michigan State or Michigan, and then, like, our entire school would just be divided, oh, and wow. I was always, like, wearing Michigan, so I knew from the beginning I always wanted to go to Michigan. Um, the only problem was... I didn't really apply to a lot of schools. I think I only applied to four or five and they were only in Michigan and half of them were just like safety schools, like mm -hmm. just in case. Um, but I ultimately knew I wanted to go to Michigan. I based all my classes I've taken early college, like the credits that would mm -hmm. transfer over. I based them off of my a major here. Wow. So I made sure like the classes I took would apply <laughs> to here. Anyways, going back to like preparing for college, I think my parents, I actually kind of begged my parents to force me or to let me take like a prep class, like mm. an ACT prep class, because they felt so confident in me. They're like, oh, you can just you can just get in. It's OK. Mm -hmm. And then I felt really I didn't know if I felt unprepared or not, but I just felt like I needed to like do well. So I just asked. There was no pressure on me going to college or mm. trying to get in. So that's it. That's so different from my parents yeah. because my parents were always like, since they haven't attended college in the United States, like mm -hmm. they don't know anything about the education system here. So they were always like, you need to get into a really good college. Like the name matters. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, like I know with my brain, I can't get into the ID. <laughs> so then when they heard mm -hmm. it was like Michigan, they're like, you have to make sure you get into a really good one. So then they were pleased that I got into Michigan. That's good, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it like worked out like that. I think it's interesting how um, with your experience, Claire, like you knew from the start yeah. that you're going to Michigan. I picked my major before I came you, here. She picked her major, <laughs> yeah. guys. Talk about intensive. Not Like compared to me, she'd been starting from like the 10th grade. I honestly felt pretty confident again for some reason. I don't know why. I That's cool. Think I think I was more like exploratory. I didn't mm -hmm. really know exactly where I wanted to go. And even like going out of state was something I really wanted because I, mm -hmm. I wanted like a new experience. I wanted a campus for mm -hmm. sure. Campus? And like in New York, there's not that many Wait, options. You guys like, like NYU you guys, it's like city. 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 That's yeah, like in cool the city. Though. I would want to experience yeah. that. So like you don't have like um like a field where you can just sit. I guess your field is like Washington Square Park. <laughs> Like there's no patches of grass uh -huh. where you can just like lay down or like a canopy. Like Dang. you don't have that. You would just. I, but the thing is, cafes are all over New York. That I guess that would be like a hangout. That's something spot. I want to experience. Yeah, that's what I want to experience too. Like, cause here it's like on a campus. You mm. know, it's like you're kind of confined here. You know. Mm. But I think like, um, Michigan, it's a bit better than like mm -hmm. the other colleges in Michigan. Like, mm -hmm. if you go to like state. It's very, very college-like. There's, it's not, it's not a public. Wait, it's a public university, but it's not like in the middle of a city. Oh, where, Michigan State. Yeah. Oh. Like, it's more like Ann Arbor is like open to anyone. Like, you see a uh, bunch of families come every yeah. weekend. Like, it's pretty. So it's different. like not boarded. It's yeah. not fenced up in mm -hmm. a sense. Interesting. So it's like a mini city life. I feel like <laughs> it's like a little 
preparation <laughs> for going out to the real like world. So like, you know, we all applied, we're all here, we're here in Michigan. So, you know, coming in, what were your expectations? Like, you know, seeing all these pamphlets, videos you watched or anything like that, like what would you, what did you expect coming here? And what's, what did you expect, Claire? What did I expect coming into? Michigan, yeah. For me, I for classes, I felt pretty prepared because throughout high school, I've taken college courses, so I knew like, the responsibility was already on me and I knew mm. how the classes worked. I knew how like syllabus is worked and how I have to be responsible for my own like homework. Like there's no high school like <laughs> just to remind you like, oh, you have homework to turn in, make sure you turn it in. It's not really like that. You have kind of have to push yourself to remember everything. Mm. And then, so I think my expectations for classes weren't too bad. I felt pretty comfortable. I think for me though, the hardest part was the expectations of like building a social life mm -hmm. and like friends because coming into college half of the people I already knew were already in college and so I was I was honestly in a, such a weird state like am I freshman am I junior like I, yeah. I really didn't know she's a <laughs> sophomore junior in credits <laughs> yeah. yeah um so it was so hard and I think what helped honestly was just joining up a lot of things and I think just dorming is a really mm. good opportunity, first of all. But I was really just scared for how am I supposed to make a bunch of friends in such a big place? Mm. And also on top of that, a lot of people were already friends with each other. Yeah. So it felt hard to fit in if you're coming either from out of state mm -hmm. or a school where there's not a lot of people coming here. Yeah, yeah, I feel like for me, I noticed this is like a public university and that I didn't know like the difference of the culture because public is like everyone in Michigan somewhat know each other like yeah. at least the the feeder schools like like no by no by northville northville troy, <laughs> troy. Yeah. i was like in the first day when we we're doing intros and icebreakers everyone kind really? of like mm -hmm. a lot of people would be like oh i'm from here here mm -hmm. here and i kept hearing that i'm like what are these places and i found out they were feeder schools so in a sense these friends already knew each other would like to stick with one another so i think i struggled with trying to find or trying to like find something like that, that kind of deep connection, mm -hmm. which was already established. So it's kind of hard to match. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that was something that was very, like something I didn't expect. Yeah, because like coming mm -hmm. into college, you think like this is such a perfect opportunity to make so much friends because it's mm -hmm. so big, there's so many people. Mm -hmm. But then you come out and you find that like, it's a little bit harder than one would expect. Yeah, definitely for me too, like you know, when I went to my first class, they were all like, oh, I'm from this part of Michigan. Or like, they showed me the, <laughs> and the hand. hand. And I was like, what is the hand? But a lot of people already knew each other. So I was also like, oh, like it's kind of awkward for me to like kind of join that group. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. how I They're already close. And then so it's like they're comfortable with mm -hmm. each other. So I was really shocked. Yeah, same for me too. I was like, oh, this is like a public place. All right, Michelle, you're a senior. So like how do you think the experience was coming in like as a freshman like from out of state and then like do you think your friend group like changed like because mm -hmm. of that my friend group like from my freshman year mm -hmm. of college to, to now, now yeah my friend group did change it's more like freshman year I try to join a lot of new things to meet people but it was like kind of like not like a fake me but it's like I wanted to be more outgoing mm -hmm. so it's easier to meet different kinds of people and yeah. then I think slowly every year I realize like who I do vibe with and who I don't mm -hmm. and what kind of friends like 
what aspects I look for in friends. So I think I really like toned it down to close friends I have now. Yeah. Was it hard in the beginning, do you think? In the beginning, it was hard because it was more like small talk. Yeah, everything is so much small talk. Yeah. And then I was like, is this person like really, is this their personality or are they just trying to make new friends too? Oh, I never thought of it like that, but that does make sense. Mm -hmm. We t- typically, like, in the beginning, want to put on this persona so yeah. that we're likable. Mm-hmm. And even for, like, I'm not a senior, but <laughs> as a junior, um, freshman year, I definitely was a lot more extroverted, mm-hmm. outgoing. Like, I would want to go out all the time or, like, be with friends, be mm-hmm. outside. Yeah. And now, <laughs> I think it's also quarantine yeah, and COVID, yeah. but I feel like I'm a lot more introverted than I thought. Yeah. And I'm work like... It's kind of like I can't really, I don't have the energy, mental capacity mm-hmm. anymore. It's, it, I've definitely toned it down. And it, I think it's because, like, you found people that can fill that mm-hmm. need for you, like the mm-hmm. sh- social need. So you don't feel that necessarily the, the desire to go out, meet all these people. Mm-hmm. But I'm always open to meeting new friends. I think it's super fun. Mm-hmm. Just like hearing people's stories and like oh, yeah. just talking to them and then like meeting new people. You're like, oh, like, I never knew that about you. Mm-hmm. So. Like, I'm such a homebody now, but, like, I love to, like, listen to other people's stories, their backgrounds. Mm. But I think definitely for me, too, it's, like, I've toned it down. Now I'm, like, oh, I like <laughs> staying in my place. I feel like for me, I've always stayed the same. Oh, really? I've always been an introvert and more of a homebody. So, honestly, quarantine and, like, COVID, it was so nice. <laughs> I, just, I was, like, okay, this is what, literally what I do every single day. It's oh, not that bad. Yeah. Um, and the, But sometimes, like... I kind of like I can always go out. I want to go out and like mm-hmm. stuff, but I don't mind just doing so nothing. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I totally agree. And honestly, with like expectations, you know, I on the topic, like going back all the way when you were talking about dorms, mm-hmm. like that extroverted me. I was so I was in South Quad in the beginning of freshman year, which was like awesome. Facility is so nice, and there's like so many. Oh, yeah, that's really nice. So, it's so nice. But the thing was, there was like like random like honor students live there and right. also athletes but I was not an honor student I would say <laughs> so you were just lucky I was just wow. lucky to be there with my roommate we I, I personally wanted to meet all my like the hallmates want to be friends with everybody but actually people were kind of like you know closing the doors I think it's either like you're an athlete and you know people mm-hmm. or like you just kind of like you're, you're not like in a learning community it's it's weird so I really wanted to meet a lot of people. I know that Mark Lee does like a really great job. But like, Wait, where did you live freshman year, Michelle? I would say I didn't have a normal dorming experience uh-huh. because I lived in Oxford. Wait, I lived in Oxford too. What? Yeah. I don't know that many people who live in Oxford. Oh, really? Oxford, I know so many yeah. people who do. Oh, really? Yeah. They say it's on campus, but it's actually like near all the frats. It's like isolated from like mm. the main diet. I actually liked Oxford. It was like an apartment kind of like you would like go to school and you can just go back. It's pretty quiet. I really liked mm-hmm. it. It's really quiet. Yeah. But, like, did you guys experience communal bathrooms? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I had a private bathroom. Oh. Ooh. So I never had to leave my <laughs> like, room. Nice. Like, communal bathrooms aren't that bad because we only had, like, eight people on our floor. And I oh. never saw anyone at all. I, n- I wish I went to Oxford. I never went to Oxford really? in my life. I love Twix. I, oh, heard, I, I hate heard Twix. Twix. I love Twix. Wait, I have mixed feelings, but I've heard great things about Twix. We should, I like Twix. It's not that bad. And we have late night. There's late night food. Oh, yeah, do late night. Yeah. I always struggled with Ann Arbor. Like, I don't know. I expected stores. Like, there's another expectation. Oh, okay. I, I expected stores to be opened. Late at night. Late at night. Yeah, but same. nothing is 
open. So NYPD. I, NYPD. <laughs> so I had like a horrible diet in freshman year because I just ate ramen at like mm-hmm. one in the morning. Oh, okay. But because yeah, yeah there, I thought there was gonna be stores open. But what did were. you guys think about the dining halls? South Court is pretty good. I, but there's one thing is that foods are so salty i feel like south quad has a lot of variety but it's not that good it's yeah it's not amazing and oh you you, you'd be tricked the little plates right so i take like oh i could take like five little plates (laughs) and then i realize i'm like i'm eating so much food at every time in one sitting Mm -hmm. i my favorite um dining hall is mojo and that'll forever be the case i love mojo i think for me it's like when I ate at the dining hall, I hated it because like it was salty and also it made my stomach hurt oh. because I think I was more used to like home cooked food mm-hmm. and my mom would use like natural like organic ingredients and it was like healthy, you know. Mm-hmm. So every time I ate it, I felt like kind of eh inside. So I actually ate out a lot from here. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. I thought like the dining hall food was actually kind of bland. Like it just there's no taste and mm. it wasn't that good. Wait, but what about like after freshman do you guys start cooking well i would bring back like instant asian food like mm-hmm. instant ramen ramen or like <laughs> and like the korean grocery stores there's like an instant you just need a microwave mm-hmm. like the rice and oh yeah the i know that thing mm-hmm. and just mix it together so it'd be more like that and then i would try to make a salad okay pretty healthy minus the instant <laughs> I think the fact that when you transition from not being a freshman to from being a freshman to not being a freshman and in terms of eating it's kind of harder like for me personally right now I find it so hard to like go grocery shopping and get food because my class load is like so much but on top of that I'm also working 28 hours a week and then it's just so hard sometimes I just don't go grocery shopping and I just kind of don't eat much but at the same time I'm really glad that um I'm from Michigan so my parents they do bring me food (laughs) nice frozen food that they cook at home (laughs) so I get to eat that but I just think trying to balance um school work life friends social life Mm -hmm. anything and trying to be healthy is really really hard yeah I'm I can't, I can't recall exactly that triangle of like things or it's like social education oh, mm-hmm. health the Maslow's hierarchy of social needs I think. So, something yeah, like yeah. yeah well it's kind of like uh, which ones do I sacrifice mm-hmm. and honestly mm-hmm. like right now it's so busy and even with online classes that back-to-back and trying to balance everything I feel like it's even more stressful on mm-hmm. students like I personally I've like me and my friends we meal prep our dinners that's so really smart like we've been doing that so it takes kind of like two hours of our sunday just to really? get get everything out two hours yeah two hours for like two people but okay. it's Does like it last a week no we do it so we do it like um, maybe for like three days and then in the middle of the week we would cook again oh, oh my yeah so it's very stressful but i know that at least like i'm getting the nutrition in and the meals are definitely more healthy and mm-hmm. like packed with good stuff compared to yeah. the pasta I would whip out in like 10, 30 minutes or so just to catch before my next class. So yeah, food is super important. Um, you know, food is nourishing our bodies. Food is a way 
to like talk to people. It's always like a nice way to talk to friends or for like a dinner. But yeah, balancing life is really hard, actually. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot harder now um, with online classes. I don't know what it is, but I feel like with online classes, professors just think you have more time. Yeah. They give you so much more. And then on top of that, the lectures for me, they go over the mm-hmm. rec- yes. like the recommended <laughs> really? time. And it's such a big problem because like we we don't have that time. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. You know, expectations and transition to college, who would ever thought that we would go through like a pandemic mm-hmm. exactly. and shifting the entire college experience for all of us? Like, Michelle, you're going to graduate soon. And we don't even know if this will be graduation. Like, virtual graduation. I'm so sad. Yeah, like, last year, we would think, like, that's, like, would be the Mm -hmm. only time we would ever have a virtual. I have a feeling, I think, for me and you, Fionn, we'll have virtual graduation, too. Really? Yeah. I don't don't think it's the pandemic is going to be completely gone. If anything, it would be, like, very staggered. Mm -hmm. But But there's also so many people at the school. I know. It's, It's something... That has to be, like, taking consideration of Honestly, all these changes. Yeah. It's just kind of really sad. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering, is there, like, anything that I guess you feel kind of disappointed by coming into college? Mm. I think for me, it was my change in majors because before college, whenever I when I applied to all my colleges for the common app, I said that I was interested in pursuing pharmacy. Mm-hmm. So I came into Michigan. I got accepted to their. There was like a pre. Yeah, I heard program. like Michigan. There's pre, mm-hmm. and then you can go straight to like yeah. your master's or a PhD. Yeah, something, something like that. that. So I had to sign a contract with the pharmacy department, and oh then my. I came here my freshman year. I had to take the classes that they told me to, but it was mostly like STEM heavy, and I hated orgo. So <gasps> oh that's my god, when, orgo was so yeah, bad. Yeah, I like I... cried in orgo and some calc class at the school (laughs) but like no one told me calc and michigan is so bad here Mm -hmm. and then i was like oh i don't think i'm gonna be happy in the future continuing pharmacy because it's mostly chemistry right Mm -hmm. so actually after freshman year during the summer i emailed the department saying i would i'm gonna drop out of this program because i don't think Mm -hmm. this is gonna work out but I didn't tell my parents until oh, no. sophomore year, like when I went into uh-huh. sophomore year. Was it bad? They were just shocked. <laughs> and then, but I had to come up with like an entire plan for my dad because he was like, oh, you need to declare your major by the second semester of mm-hmm. sophomore year. So I was like on the Michigan website, like Googling majors <laughs> now. I'm like, what do I do? Life crisis. Mm-hmm. Life crisis. Def- uh, I think for me, my disappointment would probably be um, just like me transitioning as a whole with just if it's not sports culture, then what is left mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like it seemed that a lot of people mm-hmm. were invested in football culture and I did not necessarily fit into that crew. So beyond that, I was wondering, like, what else does Michigan have to offer? Have you gone to the football games? Yeah, I've, I've gone to football games. I just don't think it's something that I am necessarily passionate about. So I think it was really through my own exploration and through friends and doing my own kind of search instead mm-hmm. of going to whatever whatever is present already for me. So definitely was a more trial and error process, but not necessarily like a huge disappointment, but definitely kind of like a shocker. Mm-hmm. I think for me, my disappointment coming into college, okay, since I came in a year later, 
um, and also I'm graduating like sooner than the normal expected time. I just feel like my college experience was cut really short. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, with the pandemic, I just felt like I don't have that experience. And then on top of that, because I came into like college knowing this is what I need to do after I graduate. This is all the classes I need to take. I need to work a certain amount of hours. It's just really hard for me to like settle down and enjoy it. So like while last year was my first year, all my friends were like having fun. They're going partying. They were just doing you know what normal freshmen do. But for me, I was already worried about I need to start prepping for going to grad school. Mm-hmm. And like I just feel, felt like I never had that time to just enjoy being in college. And that's kind of sad. Yeah, it, sound, it sounds like it was more like a checklist. Yeah. Rather than like an experience as a whole when coming in for you at least. And yeah, I can't imagine how the freshmen right now feel. I know that it's like the dorms or, you know, your health is on the line and it's, we're not even sure like the type of resources Michigan really provides mm-hmm. and the support that they have for these students. and you know, kind of robbing people from their experience in a sense. And like, we're, we're all just trying our best right now to adapt, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure all these clubs, and I know that for us, especially like there are events and they're going to be virtual. And it's just that making friends is definitely going to for, yeah. look super different. Having like virtual events to try and make friends, it's so much harder. Mm-hmm. And like, also like, I, I know some freshmen now who are like living at home and on top of that, they want right. to make friends. Like, I feel like that's so hard and then if the pandemic ever ends maybe they'll come back when they're like (laughs) a sophomore a junior or a senior that's just that's really sad yeah well we don't want to end on a sad note but I think for for sure that you know transitioning Mm -hmm. to college has been really unique for every one of us and we hope that our listeners also can at least relate to one of our experiences and you know we all understand you know, the difference right now with the pandemic and everyone's classes being so stressful. And also on top of that, we have to balance life and adulthood, mm-hmm. all these different factors kind of coming in. It definitely is um, a challenging time. But I, yeah, well, I think even though college right now can be really stressful and hard, I think it's one of the best experiences for anyone to branch out and mm-hmm. find out like who what their interests are who their friends are and maybe get into like a new hobby or something like we started this podcast like Mm -hmm. i had no idea it's just a really great opportunity yeah and you know talking about opportunities and campus activities like going forward our next episode we're going to be talking with csa ksa and hopefully tasa for these three cultural clubs on campus and we're going to be talking to the presidents asking about you know the impact of the club you know activities events that you know prior to the pandemic were highlights of the semester so look forward to that and with that i just want to say goodbye to our podcast and we'll tune you in for the next one Bye. Bye. Bye.